Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. I'm Vince Leo. I'm the author of the film review website, Quipster.net. I'd like to thank you for listening, and if you like what you hear, feel free to click the subscribe button, and you'll continue to get my film reviews downloaded into your podcast player. Also, if you happen to be on iTunes, feel free to leave a review. I'd like to get your feedback, and all of your reviews help me out, not only because of that feedback, but also to gain exposure for the show. It's the best way that you can support the show, so if you haven't done so already and you like the show, I definitely encourage you to do that if you have a moment. And uh, the Quipster Film Review Podcast is the name of the show. November, December, January, these are great times to be a film critic because not only um, are there a lot of movies that are being released into theaters, but many of those movies are among the year's best because that is when studios decide to release their uh, their movies that they consider to be uh, front runners for the Oscars, uh, mostly because... Uh, Oscar voters ha- tend to have short attention spans, so the later in the year that you can release a film, uh, the better the chances uh, that it's going to be remembered at the time that uh, that the nominations come out. And certainly, you know, here we are. We're in mid to, to late November, and sp- this film I'm going to be reviewing today is considered one of the front runners already. It's called Spotlight. It's a drama, primarily. It has some thriller elements, and it has an ensemble cast that includes Michael Keaton, Mark Ruffalo, Rachel McAdams, Liev Schreiber, Stanley Tucci, John Slattery, Billy Crudup, and more. Uh, the director is Tom McCarthy, who also writes the screenplay along with scripting partner Josh Singer. It's an R-rated film because of some language and some sexual references, and the runtime is two hours and eight minutes. The film set in the year 2001. And it is primarily dealing with the Boston Globe, the leading newspaper set, uh, that is based in Boston, of course. Uh, at, during that time, uh, Marty Baron, he is a Jewish media executive who's coming in from Florida to become the new editor-in-chief of the Boston Globe. He's taking over the reins of this paper, and he's... That paper always cater to uh, the community of Boston, and that community is about half, maybe 50%, uh, and maybe even more of its readership are predominantly Catholic, uh, both in the community and uh, among its circulation. So, uh, But the f- newspaper, it's a different era for newspapers. Obviously, it's its much different today, but even back then, its it was on the cusp of pr- people primarily getting their news through... Uh, alternate sources, including uh, through their AOL connection and as, as well as the World Wide Web. So it was kind of a uh, 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 an industry in transition. And although, um, you know, it it didn't shut down the way, you know, the Boston Globe still exists, but uh, it's had to uh, to undergo a, a variety of, uh, of, of compromises to its structure in order to maintain itself. Marty Barron's first order of business uh, since coming to Boston is to learn about the local customs and the uh, the lore, and he really wants to get into the guts of what the Boston Globe does and to try to make the newspaper relevant to the readers that they serve. And in a conversation that he has with Walter Robinson, or uh, as the film calls him, Robbie Robinson, uh, Robinson leads a four-person investigative squad known as Spotlight, and uh, Baron persuades them to put their current story on hold and to dive headfirst into getting to the root of another story, uh, which is about a priest who has been accused of several instances of molestation of youth in the Boston community that he serves. It seems that he's had a pattern of doing this in other places that he's been, 
uh, and, uh, but he keeps getting moved around and not much is really made of it. So, uh, the story seems to be getting buried and, uh, and, and there's, uh, the families are basically being hushed and, uh, but then the same priest will reemerge in another community sometime later after being, uh, so-called conditioned by the church. Uh, with the church having such a strong influence in Boston, uh, Robinson knows that they're going to face strong opposition wherever they dig, uh, but the m- more resistance that they get, the more they become convinced that the problem isn't just one priest or even just a small n- number. It's an entire system that exists within the Catholic Church uh, that systematically is keeping these stories under wraps perhaps for fear of shining a light on the many disturbing criminal acts from within individual serial perpetrators. But moreover, uh, this environment of cover-ups allows these uh, perpetrators to operate seemingly without impunity. Tom McCarthy, the director and co-scripter, delivers a very patient but increasingly absorbing and well-researched investigative procedural drama that I think will be a shoe-in for uh, most of the best of 2015 lists at the end of the year, it's easily going to land a nomination for best picture. And I would say at this point, it's, uh, I, I would probably consider it an instant front runner. It's not the kind of traditional high gloss or sumptuously presented Oscar bait kind of film. It's really a movie that's as rumpled and as blue collar as the neighborhoods that it portrays. This is a very lived-in world full of people who drive economy cars. They down fast food and donuts and coffee and pizza. And they have little time to unclutter their desks, which are piled high with books and papers and other items. Every floor, every office, every refrigerator door, every bookshelf, every person in this film feels entirely lived in at the time that we catch them. These feel like real people in real places. It's great locale work in and around various parts of Boston, and it really captures that spirit of that town. And, uh, you know, what the locales are well known to tourists, and some of those locales are mostly known only to locals, but they're all of it adds to the authentic flavor of the entire piece. It really feels as well from the cars and the clothes and the, and the, and the, uh, the technology, the computers and, and all of the, the phones and recording devices that were actually in 2001. We're watching real people on the beat, uh, in Boston. Spotlight, I, I believe will join the ranks of the upper echelon of films about the medium of journalism. It's on par and, and very similar to such masterworks as previous best picture nominees all the president's men will be the film that most people will uh will spring immediately to mind as far as how this film plays out i would also add uh michael mann's the insider uh which is a film i i another best picture nominee that i really enjoyed you know i i would say spotlight ranks among those 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 are among the best uh that the uh that the subgenre of the uh, journalism, journalism movie has to offer. And, you know, I think that because all the president's men dealt with print journalism, certainly spotlight is going to get most of the, uh, the comparisons to that one. Now there's a lot, of, uh, there's a great deal of ground to cover in this film and there are a lot of players involved. So I think that it's 
to McCarthy's credit, that he always keeps the drama moving forward. And he does it without any of the, the kind of grandstanding, the obviously for your consideration moments that, uh, that tend to plague a lot of films that are really reaching for that big Oscar moment in order to, uh, to really deliver something, uh, to, to make Oscar voters take note. It gives us a good deal of, uh, a, a character development in a in a short order. There's not a, really a lot of time. You have a lot of people here. You have to cut right to the chase because you know the movie is just a little bit over two hours. You got to get to the point, and it you really feel like you know these people, and and uh, you learn in a very quick amount of time just who everyone is, what each person has at stake in the story at large, and how things are going to play out. And I think that what's most impressive is that McCarthy resists the urge for giving his fine cast of actors a lot of those powerhouse oratories or in crafting uh, manufactured good versus evil depictions of the characters that are injected into some sort of traditional story arc that will lead up to major reveals later and a nail-biting climax. I think that a lot of people going into this film will know where it's going to go. Certainly a lot of people already know the outcome of what happens in the film. I'm not going to divulge it here for people who don't want to know, but... Even if you don't, you know, why would you make a movie in which uh, people investigating something don't turn up anything, I guess? Uh, but even if you know exactly, if you know every detail of the case, I think Spotlight is still quite riveting because it feels so real. We see within the course of the film, you know, it's not just how it plays out. We become enamored of the kind of perseverance of the people within this chosen profession of journalism, all of their sacrifice, all of the dedication involved in this, uh, it, while many malign the media, we see here that they can do a great deal of good for people in the community, particularly for those with no place else to go to see justice served because the cops aren't listening, the church isn't listening, and the courts aren't listening. So uh, they, they really have no other recourse to to have their voices be heard. And I think that the authenticity of the film is really to our key to our belief in the overall story. You know, when you have scenes of reporters that are sifting through stacks of church directories in the newspaper archive room or spending time in the wee hours of, of the night at the public library, if those can feel suspenseful, you know you're doing something right in the storytelling department. In addition to the two, to the script choices that are very to the point and, and the solid direction by McCarthy, Spotlight features a fantastic ensemble cast. This is spearheaded by Michael Keaton, the closest thing that this film has to a lead. And here, Michael Keaton is fantastic. He continues his resurgence to, uh, uh, just on the heels of his Oscar nominated turn in Birdman. He's really becoming, uh, again, among the ranks of top flight actors worth banking your dramas on. And he gives another terrific and nuanced performance as a lapsed Catholic, but he's a Boston bred guy through and through Robbie Robinson. He's the lead reporter caught in a proverbial pressure cooker. This is the kind of stuff that might have chewed up and spit out most reporters. And you can see that anguish, but also that earnestness on his face throughout the course of this movie. Keaton is fantastic. I think the same can also be said for a uh, sizable supporting role here for Mark Ruffalo, who, again, is probably going to get an Oscar nomination this time, uh, again, like he was in uh, Foxcatcher for a supporting role. And he get, delivers probably the closest thing that this movie has to an Oscar clip. Uh, 
for the film. His character, he plays top reporter uh, on the spotlight team, Michael Resendez. And uh, there's a scene where he blasts his colleagues for not going immediately to press on the first instance when they have what they feel is incontrovertible evidence of wrongdoing, something that he feels is going to blow the lid off of the uh, the case that they were investigating and uh but you know but they have bigger fish to fry they think that it's not just the case of one man because you know it's it, it's really about a system that is uh, that is in place that allows people within the church to get away with uh these kinds of cases time and again and to just get moved around for it and not suffer any consequences that moment when he blows up it's a fantastic moment and it further solidifies the reason why I think Ruffalo is one of the best in the business. Now, I could go down the line. Each actor, uh, I could name them all. I, I won't bore you to death with there. there. There's not a bad performance in the bunch, but I, I do feel that I should take the time to give uh, a kudos to Liev Schreiber and Stanley Tucci for some pretty great and memorable character work. Um, they have a great deal of impact on the film as a whole in what amounts to a relatively short amount of screen time for both of them. And not to be lost in the shuffle, Rachel McAdams, who's often underrated, I think she's she's uh, one of the best actresses working today. She's just as good as any of the men, but her role is very is relatively non-flashy, so she could get overlooked here, but she's terrific. She plays Sasha Pfeiffer, one of the Spotlight's core crew r- reporters, and she's just as important as the rest of them, even if she doesn't get uh, a big moments to shine. Now, since the time in which Spotlight is set, many city newspapers have gone under. They've basically gone bankrupt. They've been eaten up by uh, bigger players. Uh, those who are left have been gutted to bare bones proportions. Uh, and very few of them could afford to pay their best reporters like the Boston Globe did here, to sit on stories for months or even years to work on one story. It makes makes you wonder if such an incredible expose of deep-seated community issues, local issues like this uh, that are showcased here, would ever come to light in this era, you know, in our modern era, where click-driven internet uh, uh, links and, and all of that stuff is what uh, newspapers have resorted to in order to maintain or in order to earn revenue. The people don't just don't read print newspapers in the kinds of numbers that they used to. And those that do uh, check out their news online and they, you know, I think that a lot of people learn what's going on in the news from their Facebook walls or their Twitter feeds or late night comedians uh, rather than newspapers. And, uh, most of that stuff deals with celebrity fluff or uh, politically skewed sensationalism. So, you know, uh, an expose like this, other than win awards for, you know, maybe the Pulitzer Prize or something like that, for the most part, I think the public, by and large, uh, is just not on their radar if it's not sitting right in front of them on their phone whenever they look at their social media. Uh, so, unfortunately, the importance of, of local newspapers is uh has dim- diminished although if you look at a film like this it's so readily evident how important that uh the Boston Globe was for this particular news story and many other news stories and 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 a lot of local community newspapers really uh uh helped people many times along over the years uh that didn't have any place else to go but sadly nearly 15 years after the events shown in spotlight the presence in the hearts and the minds of many communities, both big and small, they just might be gone forever.
So regardless of the nostalgia for hard-nosed newspaper journalism, whether, you know, national or local, Spotlight is just, pure enough, a dynamite movie. It has a powerful story. It has stellar performances and an assured talent in Tom McCarthy that drives it to become one of the year's very best films. This is a film that not only shows us the importance of patience in telling a powerful story, as we see from these reporters and how they handled this very delicate but very uh, important case, uh, important story, but also as an example of such a movie about this story, it also shows us the power of telling a patient story as well. I'm giving Spotlight four stars for and four stars out of four. And four stars on my scale means it is an excellent movie that I would recommend to anyone who had even an inkling that they would be interested in this film. It's one of the year's best films, in my opinion, and definitely worth going out of your way to see. And I highly recommend it. Uh, this is, I, I just want to let you know, this is not a big flashy, uh, uh, film meant for, uh, showiness and big, uh, you know, orations and, and Oscar caliber, uh, performances. This is very much a procedural. It really wants to show you from, from its inception to the end exactly how this new story went, what it meant to the community, what it meant to the industry of journalism as a whole, and how it contrasts to that which we, uh, the, the, the way that we get news stories today. It's definitely a talk piece. It wants you to discuss uh, a variety of different themes and different topics, and certainly uh, this is very worthy of uh, public discussion, and I highly recommend it to anybody. If you're just a movie lover in general, I say Go out and see Spotlight. It's a terrific film and will definitely be in my top 10 at the end of the year. So I hope that you enjoy the review. And uh, if you happen to go see Spotlight, I encourage you to write to me and let me know what you thought. You can write to me at quipster at gmail.com. And you can also uh, find my Facebook page, facebook.com slash quipster.net. And you can also... Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at Quipster. The spelling of Quipster in all of those is with a W. That's Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R dot net. Until next time, thank you everyone for listening. And I think that if you go see Spotlight, that you definitely will. It's a terrific film. Thank you.